another episode of Millennial Pastor in true millennial pa- fashion. We have procrastinated this. We have found other things to do. We have all kinds of excuses on why we haven't done another episode, but we're going to spare you that. We're just going to say we're sorry. But anyway, I'm Philip. I'm here at Clear Lake Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. I'm here with our lead pastor. What's up, John Aaron? What's up? Yeah, we've been uh, putting it off. Everybody's got other things to do. But we want to make this a priority, uh, so we say right now. So we're for right now, we're getting back into it. And so if <laughs> right you've, been, now, it's if you've been checking into it, I'm sorry that we've left you hanging. But we're back. We'll get we'll get going with a new episode today. Yeah, we got some a lot of exciting stuff going on. A lot of you guys know I, I've been just I've been milking this, but a lot of you guys know I had a kid, and it's been great. It's been a good time. My office is new, so we're doing our podcast in a in a different situation, different differently situated. But we're also situating other things in our church right now. You want to talk about right. that a little bit? Yeah, one big thing, and, and excuse number one for not doing a podcast for a while, is we've started a new like season in our church, and this year is actually our 50th anniversary of our church. 5-0. As you guys know, the whole point of this podcast is for us who are doing ministry to be encouraging other young leaders, uh, especially millennial pastors or millennial young leaders to just take... Uh, to just to love the church and to help yep. lead and to build it up. So that's what we're doing here. Three years in for me, two years into Philip, and yep. 50 years in for this church. Yeah. So we're a young leadership for an older church. And uh, so... So in order to like start this revitalization process, this renew process, obviously we've been here, you've been here for three years, um, but there's a new team that we that was kind of put together. Um, and we'll, like a couple new teams that were kind of put yeah, together. Yeah, so... We'll talk about those teams. Well, since it's like an, the season of of a 50th anniversary we're trying to capitalize on that by just praying and seeking out god and so that's really how the years um kind of last year ended this year started of just saying god how can we how can how can we just be used by you to bring about a time of renewal for this church to see you do something amazing to celebrate what you have already done to thank you thank you for all the things you have done and to look forward to the future all that to say we kind of have come around to calling it just renew and so uh, we taught on the sermon series called renew at the beginning of the year and there's three main parts to this renewal process that Mm -hmm. we see in scripture and that we're applying to our church today and that is in order to be renewed we want to remember restore and reimagine yeah so that's what you're hitting on earlier with the teams we actually did a sermon series on that but we also put together some teams to represent those different aspects of the renewal process. So we've got a team that is leading up the remembering portion of yep. what we want to do. Remember all that God has done. How can we do that well? It's important. And then we have another team that's kind of doing combo roles of restoration and reimagining mm-hmm. where we are and <coughs> where God wants us to be in the future. What's the next 50 years going to be like? It's important to dream together. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, God has put us here. What's really cool about uh, this church that we're in right now, what's really cool is we are literally, like, if you just take our community and you literally draw a circle around it, a circle around the community. Um, our small group pastor, Dan Miller, always likes to, he likes to put it this way. We're in the epicenter. We're in the centrifuge of, of clear, like, community. And so as we're looking at what the next 50 years looks like, we know that this place is going to be right here in the middle and we want to be right here in the middle of it too. Clear Lake Baptist Church, we want it right here in the middle. Um, God continuing to move as he did 50 years ago and we know that he can bring a revival. Yeah, that's cool. So in 1968, we were just being founded as a church. Mm -hmm. Came out of a vision with the association, the Union Baptist Association. 
and some people that had moved into the area to work in the space industry. So we're right down, the, we're on Space Center Boulevard, right mm-hmm. down the street from the Johnson Space Station and uh, Space Center. And so we are really on that, we're kind of like the outskirts of a, of a brand new community that was being developed called yep. Clear Lake in 1968. So uh, they, a couple of astronaut families, not astronaut families necessarily, <laughs> but people who were like, developing the first computer for the space shuttle, people who were in charge of getting, just purchasing all the equipment for NASA, some different engineers they all, they all that were believers wanted to have a church here. I remember a lady telling me that they were moving into a new house and she was like telling her husband, she was like, where, where are our kids going to go to church? There wasn't a church here at yeah. all in this, in this area. So... They wow. help become the founding members. And so we want to remember those things and celebrate that yeah. well. Because like you said, we started off on the outskirts of a brand new community with all this land around us. And now all the land's been developed and we are right in the center of 20 neighborhoods. Yeah. A university and a space center right down the street. Yeah. So pretty cool. We're, we're like a suburb of, we're one of the first suburbs of Houston. Yeah. And we're in Southeast Houston and, um, I think maybe a good way to think about us is we're like a we're like suburban urban. Yeah. Like we are not the suburbs necessarily. Right. But we're not super urban. We're kind of suburban urban. Yeah. And it's uh, a good word. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, what's really cool, and we're, I want to get into those teams, but what's really cool about just the statement you were talking about, the testimony of the of that lady who moved here, I was like, where are my kids going to go to church? Man, that's a good sentiment. I I like, I want to pray that for our like earth for our world like when you move to a new community where our kids are going to go to church that's that's so that's so good i love that that was her first question one of her first questions she asked and yeah that should be all of our all of our first questions and unfortunately it's not but it should be and that's what we we know there are people moving into our community that are saying hey priority one we got to find a local church Uh, and we also have to know that there's people who have that's not even on their priority list at all and so how do we Mm -hmm. reach them yeah. But getting back to the whole renew process, maybe that's where some of, Philip, I, I have an idea that that's probably where some of our pe- listeners are. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I need some renewal. We need some renewal in our churches. <laughs> I think church across America, Yeah, unless you're in like one of the small percentage of churches that is like, that is growing steadily right now. Yeah. Most churches are plateaued or declining, kind of chilling right where they're at. Right. While other thing, while the population is growing. Mm-hmm. So we really need prayer, I think, for re- renewal, right across across the country, yeah, and uh, I believe that we're probably not unique in our situation. I think there's right. a lot of people that are, pro- are probably want want to go through this process. So we just want to tell you a little bit about what God's laid on our heart for this process. Yeah. So we're talking it out together. We're not experts. We're just yeah. figure, figuring it out, and uh, maybe we can figure out together help you out with this yeah. podcast. So practically speaking, I'm I'm just I'm guessing here. I'm I'm assuming you you're here a year before I got here, but practically speaking, I would say probably the first step is what prayer, right? First step of everything is prayer. <laughs> now, I'm supposed to be uh, I'm getting my doctorate eventually right now like uh, <laughs> right now I'm in the paper writing. But God's really shifted my focus to be like to be involved with what we're doing in the season right now. So really one thing that I, that's come to mind and what I'm basing my paper on is just the the foundational element of prayer mm-hmm. and renewal. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. And prayer is the beginning, the middle, and the end. Mm-hmm. Like there's other stuff that God's got to guide us to and help us to do, but it has to be founded by leaders and a church who are 
on their knees, on their faces in prayer. Yeah. And I've learned that the hard way too. Yeah. With uh, doing some things where I'm like, okay, this makes sense is what God would want, but not not necessarily bathing it in prayer. Right. And so God's God's bringing that to um, our attention as a church that this is where we, if we're gonna, if we are gonna be able to be successful, we need to be pursuing God. I mean, this is His church; He's building. Yeah. So we need to get His our plans from Him. So yeah, prayer. Um, so in the remembering process, just thinking yeah. about re- that remembering step of the renewal process: remember, restore, reimagine. Yeah. I think re- I think prayer really can begin the remembering step of just saying, "Man, God." Thank you. Mm-hmm. We are here for you. You have been faithful. You are more than faithful. And getting the church, getting leaders in the church to maybe meet together first, and then maybe lead the rest of the church to think through, to go through a a uh, a walk, a prayer walk, basically a journey through the through history of like, yeah. man, remember when God did this? And not just saying remember when, but saying thank you, God, mm-hmm. for that. We've seen your faithfulness. I can't believe you've done that. Yeah. So that's the first step of any, of everything. Right. And, uh, what we did was we got together a mix of people in the church that were, you know, some of our, we have some founding members still in the church and we have some people who didn't found it, but they've been here for a while and we've got some new young people who have just joined us. Yeah. So, uh, we have diff- different representation on all these teams, but on that remember team, they are trying to think through a couple of different things. One is just they are they're praying, but they're also tangibly, physically thinking through. You know, what is the celebration going to look like mm-hmm. when we get together? What are we going to talk about? What can we show them? What are some, do we have any pictures that we can show? Is there some stuff in our church that we can collect to display uh, to tell the story of what God has done in our church? Yeah, and to really help us to feel the weight of God's goodness in his leadership of our church yeah for the last 50 years also yeah. that we've got like a young lady who's uh, not been here very long but she's contributing to that team through design yeah and communication so mm-hmm. try to find some different people for sure on that team to really help celebrate yeah. that well and I, and I hope you guys don't hear as listeners like when we talk about the remember team that we're not we're not digging up old re- we're not digging up relics and we're not digging up and i, I we're not digging up I, I, I hesitate to say some of this stuff, but like we're not bringing back the the organ, or we're not bringing back the whatever the good old days, the good old the days, and that's tempting. Yeah, though for this team and yeah. for us as we celebrate, mm-hmm. honestly, uh, it's it's tempting to to bring up to idolize the past. Right. And I think that's where you're hitting at. Yeah, that's right? what I'm hitting at. We don't want to be like, wow, remember when we had this color on the walls Let's and do we it had again. this. The, the hymn right. books used to be this color, this thick, <laughs> and this many pages. Mm-hmm. And um, and you have to talk in a country accent. You have you to talk. talk. I was thinking the yeah. same thing. Because back in the day, that's where everybody talked <laughs> about that. So um, that's what... We're not trying to idolize the past. Yeah. That's super... And that, that might need to be said and reminded of all of our teams that yeah. kind of look back. is saying when you look back, we're not looking back to say I wish it was like that we're yeah. looking back to say God thank you for right. for that but we're not staying there Yeah, we know that he has greater things it's like that song from Elevation Worship talking about millennial pastors Elevation's a big deal oh, right Elevation? now yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that song from Elevation, Wor- Elevation Worship do it again where yes. he looks back I've seen you move I've seen you move the mountains 
And I believe you're going to do it again. I believe so. you're going to do it the same way again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, not the same way? <laughs> he doesn't way. say the same way. He, said, he says, I believe you're going to do it again. And we, So we believe that God is, has been faithful and will be faithful. And so yeah, it might be a different way. Yeah. It should be a different way. It's a different time, different culture, different context. The gospel mm-hmm. never changes. God's word never Amen. changes. Yeah. But the way we contextualize it today uh, is going gonna, is gonna to be different. Yeah. Um, in some ways, it might be the same. Mm-hmm. But not to believe that old is better and new is not necessarily better. Yeah. So, man, God that's why, better. hey, that's why prayer is so important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's not a fight about old and new. It's about God, your way. Right. Not, not my way, your way. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be interesting to see how that kind of all flushes out with the yeah. member team, the celebration. There is that, there is tension. Yeah. So like just bringing bringing that up, you saw, you talked about the celebration, because um, in a minute I'd like to move to the restore and reimagine team, but the remember team like what? So they're they're capping off with some with the celebration, right? Yeah. So what we're gonna do is on the actual day our church was like founded, the paperwork was filed. We say this is our it was October thirteenth, nineteen sixty eight. We're gonna have a banquet that evening, because uh, that's cool. Banquets are really that's trendy. <laughs> But, you know, again, we're, we're in a multi-generational church, and we got to remember the context that we're in. Yeah. The context also includes our people and our church. And so we that's the trick, like, to meet everybody where they're at, to, yeah. do, to do some sort of banquet that's like, yay for where we've been, and but knowing there's going to be a lot of people in the room that don't, that's not, they don't know anything about that. They yeah. weren't there, and uh, they can't relate. So how do we frame that to be excited about where we're at into the future? Um, so yeah, we're going to have a banquet and I don't really know what's going to look like completely. (laughs) We've got a team that's kind of helping give suggestions to our staff and to our leadership teams, uh, other leadership teams to kind of flesh it out together. But we're going to have some sort of banquet. We're going to have a meal, share a meal together, celebrate what God's done. And we'll have some, invite some people from the past, past, uh, ministers. Yeah leaders, those that want to come out. Now here's an interesting element. There are people who have are not here. Some have passed away. Yeah. Uh, some have moved away. Some people left the church. Yeah. Some people some people have moved off for not good reasons. Some mm-hmm. people felt hurt by the church or some people were ministers and they've moved jobs. Yeah. So we're inviting all of them to the same banquet all yeah. together because you know what? I think part of renewal and remembrance in this whole process is also reconciliation. Yeah. And so I think as a church, it doesn't we need to just praise God for what he's how sovereign he is despite how imperfect we are. Yeah. And we're really hoping that God does something really special and if reconciliation happens through some of that, that's great. Now, there's not a lot of awful things that have happened in the past in our <laughs> church. But when the relationships shift, sometimes there could be hurt feelings or whatever. But yeah. we just want to praise God. Mm-hmm. And, For and sure. Keep our eyes on Him. Uh, we're On Sunday, we're going to also celebrate. So Saturday night, we're going to have a dinner together. Sunday, we're going to celebrate. And uh, we're going to throw a big com- a party for our community and just kind of celebrate with our community uh, yeah. all that all that God has done and, why, and, and that we're here. And so... We hopefully would want to unveil what we're going to do to re reimagine yeah. who we are as a church. Yeah. So but let's like marinate in the restoration portion. Yeah. 
right? So, okay. Philip, what's it look like over there in our sanctuary building right now? Man, the sanctuary looks fine, but the outside of the sanctuary, we've we've taken like the, up, yeah, the, the yeah. hallways, right? That's what I'm getting to. That in the hallways, man, we've busted out some walls and we've taken up some carpet and busted out some tile and the ceiling's gone. Uh, it's opened up in there. It's it's gonna. It looks way different than when I got here two years ago. I um, mean, it's gonna look way different in a, in a little less than a month from now. Um, things being restored and reimagined. Uh, <clears throat> that team had to put together a put together a plan um, with what it was gonna look like. And you're you got to be in some of that process, but really, it wasn't us. It wasn't us as ministers. It was the team that was working on that. And so, you want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, I would say kind of like as a pastor, as a young new pastor of a church that is looking to grow, be revitalized, to become healthier, and to, uh, we, it's, there's a necessity for the pastor, I think, to make some decisions. Yeah. And to give some leadership. For sure. Um, And there's that tension, there's that line I'm finding Mm -hmm. of like, okay, how much leadership do I give versus how much do I give away? Yeah. And when I got here, I didn't have any leadership, really. I mean, like I had the (laughs) position, but every, but other people had the responsibility so some of that was like a, kind of a long walk with our committees to be like working with them to like hey we're gonna take we're gonna go in a different direction and yeah you know it, that's just hard to navigate that's mm-hmm. a whole other podcast maybe yeah but um at this point three years into it um we're in a place where it's like super the healthiest super thing to do is to like is to empower other teams to take the lead yeah through this process that's that's a smart wise healthy thing to do yeah is to help other people and the, to trust other people and the team to make some of these big decisions like i yeah i'm gonna work in this you and i are gonna work here yeah. every day of the week we're gonna For work sure. here we're gonna care about the way things look and so it's super important to us yeah maybe, maybe more important to us how the, everything in this building fu- functions yeah maybe more than the church members but we have to like, give it away and include yeah. them well, and participate in that. And also to say say this, I mean, you've been here for three years casting vision and um, that's, I mean, we've been, you've been faithful and we've been casting vision. And so when this team came together, uh, yes, they've, they've talked to us or talked to you about kind of things that they were interested in doing. But when this team came together, they kind of knew well, what, what this building um, is about and what we're about in this building. So it wasn't like, all right, it wasn't like, hey, we pick these people, get together. When those people came together, get together, let us tell us what, let us tell you what to do. We didn't do that. We didn't tell them what yeah. to do, kind of thing. Yeah, well, if we were to try to start this process right when we got here, yeah. right when I got here three years ago, or when you got here two years ago, yeah, we wouldn't have had because the vision ha- hasn't because our leadership hadn't been established, the vision yeah. hadn't been shared. People hadn't realized that we're different. We're we're the same church, but we're we have a we're different. Yeah, now we're in, we are new, like together. Yeah, um, we're under, under new leader, under the same leadership, but new people who as our pastors. So, uh, I think it would have looked different if we would have put together a committee and said, "Let's update some things." I think yeah. it probably would have looked a lot different. But right now, <laughs> there are people that are that I know where I know what they think. I know what they think about me, and I we trust each other. Yeah, because we're in a really sweet place of unity as a as a church. Yeah. and so yeah, these teams are making some big decisions yeah now my role is really just be like hey let's move forward let's move forward we're going to do it now y'all decide what we're going to do yeah but we're going to do something Mm -hmm. you know cast that big 
the vision of saying, here's what we're going to do yeah. now, team. How can we get there? And what do, what do you want to do to uh, to lead the way for us to get there? Yeah, it's so cool to hear that too. I mean, like I've I've heard some horror, I've heard horror stories of teams coming together and wanting the shakers and movers of the church want to come together and do something and the pastor is not on board and so there's people butting heads or vice versa the pastor comes on and wants to change stuff and then there are people in the church shake movers and shakers whatever you want to call them that are not on board with what the pastor's doing and then you've got butting heads and usually the past that pastor of that church doesn't last very long yeah so (laughs) knock on wood we'll be here for a while but yeah they we we literally tore down two Sunday school classrooms. Yeah. Two small group rooms. And a library. And we tore down the church library. Yeah. All the walls are gone. All the books are moved to another room. I would have probably lost my job if I had tried to do that <laughs> within the first few weeks. Maybe you need to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell you what you need to do in your church. But I know I had, um, I had thought about some different ways to open up the, the hallways, but I just... Had to be patient. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about a while back about tactical patience. You gotta know, yeah. you gotta know what you want to do, but know like in discern with the spirit of when the right timing is for that. Yeah. And so we just knew it wasn't the right time then. And now that we're, it takes seems like it took forever to get to this point to where we're actually making some physical changes. But it really didn't take that long. But in hindsight, now it feels like like it didn't take. Three three years seems like an eternity to yeah. make some of these changes, but now it seems like, no, that was fast. <laughs> I'll tell you, like a couple of big things. We had people kind of arguing about the parking lot for a long. It's been been a big deal for our church. We've had a really yeah. messed up parking lot. What do we do? How much money do we need to save? How much money do we need to drop in here? What's the best material to use? How far should we go? That's and a lot like, of stuff. and you know, do we dig up the whole thing? Do we just cover it up? Uh, resurface it so that's a big thing and a, you know a pastor or staff I don't think that it's wise for for I think it's just for wise for us to be a part of that conversation but to have a, to have a good healthy counsel around you so that restore and reimagine team that was their first first task was like what are all the things that we think we might want to do brainstorm and they came up mm-hmm. with that on their own like what are yeah. all then Put it in an order of priority. Well, we have engineers here, so they made a grid, a priority <laughs> grid. Yeah. And then they... Spreadsheet. Um, it was good. Yeah. It was grid stuff. And then they were like, <clears throat> all right, let's... What are our funds? And what what are sources of income? Where What funds do we have all, cash on hand? And then they basically came up with a place plan where they were like, all right, there's some things that need to get fixed because it's bad. Like yeah. water is coming in our building. We should fix that. And there's the, there's some urgent needs, and there's some things that were like super important, but not necessarily urgent. And they kind of figured out that we can. And then we had another like 50 things that we wanted to do, but they picked like all. They figured out a plan for how we could financially accomplish all of our urgent and not urgent, but most desired uh, jobs. Yeah. And so. Um, brought that to our church church unanimous, unanimously approved it and here we are like yeah so we have a brand new parking lot after like 20 years of having a <laughs> jacked up parking lot it was janky it, it was, was horrible yeah it was janky when like families come into the church and like little kids who are four say mommy daddy my why is our parking lot so bumpy <laughs> like that's a problem like it's when when visitors come and they yeah. they see they drive in a parking lot and they're 
they like bought them out, so they decided to just drive on out and go to a different church with it. Yeah. You know, those things are shallow, but they they mean something. They communicate yeah. a message to visitors. So anyway, I don't want to idolize a parking lot, but I'm glad that we got it done. <laughs> and uh, yeah, get the parking lot done. We got our exterior of our church is painted and waterproofed, and yeah. now our hallways are being renovated. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Hopefully, hopefully we got some pictures because uh, maybe we could put it on our millennial pastor page of our for the pictures before and after. I don't want to show you all the construction, but like the before and after, just so y'all can see it restored. I'll tell you one thing that our some of our older congregation that helped them to get on board with the hallway reno- renovation and yeah. renovations as, in general. Number one, our senior adults they wanted the parking lot fixed because yeah. they were tired of like tripping. Right? Yeah. So that was a big win. That big win afforded us to be able to have built some capital to pitch our next big idea, which was the interior renovations. Right. And then a lot of conversations took place, but one of them was, hey, you know, when when, uh, when we celebrate our 50th anniversary and when we have our friends and family that have come, haven't been here in a while and they come back, do we want them to see, like, they haven't been here for 10 years, but do you want them to come in and be like, well, it smells the same, <laughs> looks the same, Nothing's changed. Like he said smells first. Right? It smells the same. Mm. Or do we want them to be like, man, this is exciting. We're celebrating. And look, look, look at what they've done. Look at a physical manifestation of the fact that our church is alive yeah. and thriving and not stuck. But but um, founded in, in God's word and moving forward with the gospel for today. So yeah. that's we want to communicate a sense of vibrancy and um, sure. when I, when we had that conversation with some of our older members like they were they're like yeah let's change let's let's change stuff we don't want it to look the same you're right like we want to we want to update it what can we and they got on board and yeah. it made sense so just yeah not looking at your church members like they're enemies but like look at them as if allies people that just need to you just need to have those conversations yeah. and bring, bring them on, bring them on board yeah What's cool about those conversations too? It wasn't like, I mean, your conversations like it wasn't like, yeah, I guess we should update it. It was like, yeah, we need to do that, kind of thing. So that's good. It's great. So reimagine's really going to be like clutch. Yeah. But I'll tell you the rest. The restoration work is kind of taking up all of our like, right. attention. Once it's restored, I, it it will spark people to imagine. We have we had. Our restore and reimagine team did do some basic reimagining before we started undertaking the um, restoration work. So we kind of know we know, but we put it. We had to put it down so that we can like really t- tackle the restoration work. But we're about to pick up. But we kind of know where we're going. We yeah. kind of know the framework, kind of flushed out, kind of where what we think, um, what our some of our big dreams are, and the next thing to do after these renovations are done in, in about three or four weeks from now, then we're going to be like, all right, now let's put some, let's really start outlining and making this, these dreams to like pictured in such a way that we can communicate them to our church and yeah. pray about these things further together as a whole church and, and really commit to, to, to one another to, to just move like forward boldly uh, to be a light for this community yeah. for the next fifty years. Yeah. So we'll keep y'all updated on our on on our progress. 
as far as re restoring and reimagining because we're like we said right now we're keeping this thing as a priority so we want to we want to keep you guys as a priority and keep doing this millennial pastor thing uh, <clears throat> yeah i just hope you guys are encouraged yeah. you know I'll, I'll tell you uh i've got ups and downs and i don't know if I'm sure Philip also has some ups and downs, but being a pastor and serving, uh, it, it's difficult. I mean, if you're in a super comfortable place, uh, it, you probably can be for sure to know that it won't stay comfortable very, very long. Yeah. Like, uh, there is difficulty, there's suffering, there's trials that come along with service and with life. And so I just want to just encourage all of you as we close this podcast to yeah. say, um, Hey, hang in there, uh, do the, do hard work, do the hard things. Um, dream big dream small just dream and uh but don't only dream but work yeah grind it out like um show up make a list of people to pray for um do the simple fundamentals yeah of of just being a christian being a disciple yeah. don't lose sight of those things as we move forward together to uh to follow jesus together and uh and be the church yeah so make sure to give us a f uh, follow or on Instagram. Well, we're not on Instagram. My bad. A follow on Twitter. I'm at Twitter at Philip. So we need to get on Instagram, by the we way. We do need so, to get on Instagram. Yeah, we'll get some Instagram going on. And yep. uh, I'm, you can follow me on Twitter at J.A. Matthew or on Facebook, the same. Yep. Um, and then we also have the Millennial Pastor page yeah. on Facebook. I was... My Twitter handle used to be Phil Extravagant, but it's changed to Philip A. Gant because that's more professional. So oh, that is so professional. It <laughs> it's not as extravagant, though. It's not as I extravagant. I kind of liked it. I did. Dude, man. you sold out. I did. I did. <laughs> I was trying to keep... I, everybody wants to get their name. I was like, man, if I don't get this now, nobody's going to have my name. For real, though, if uh, I've said this every podcast, but I haven't had anyone take me up on it that I know of. If you want, if there's something, a question you want to ask or a topic you'd want to hear us talk about and get our perspective on yeah please hit us up on our facebook page write it on there message us whatever and we will definitely talk about we'll say your name yeah if you want us to where you're from and we'll include that question into our next podcast for sure all, all right. right guys we'll see y'all see you peace